Dallas. Celeste. We haven't done a podcast for Anime April. We haven't done a podcast at all in April. We should we should do one. Let's go. Clicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Ikari. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello, devoted geeks, and welcome to episode 160 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from devoted geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas, and joining me today is Celeste, and this is, uh, like I said, Com Talk, and uh, it's hey. the only one we've done all month. <laughs> That's we we we're sorry. We're, April got away from us. Oh my goodness, it's been busy. We've been super busy for April, and we did not. I don't think we realized how busy we were going to be, so we didn't make concessions right. for the fact of how busy we were going to be with our content. So <laughs> we're sorry, guys. Indeed, indeed. But we're we're here now. We're excited about it. Uh, it's been a fantastic month for us. Ironically, it's been the well, you and I personally have done the least amount of devotions we've ever done in a month. Um, we have been slammed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if we hadn't have had the help that things would have suffered even more than just the podcast. <laughs> Quite possibly. So All Month Long has been Anime April, and it's been really good. Started off with uh, an episode about My Hero Academia. And then we had an episode called Why Should Christians Act Like Christians? Featuring our friend Mike from... Mike's Geek World. And Beneath the Tangles. I just and, like the name of his thing because it's <laughs> it's so fun. And then we had one called Why is God a Great Captain, which is based off of One Piece with our friend Lin Lin, who is also from Beneath the Tangles. And then I just did one this past week uh, called Why Do We uh, Why Do We Do What We Do, which is uh, using the anime Ancient Magus Bride, our Magus Bride. Magus. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It has been talking about anime, looking at anime, um, and I've I've really enjoyed this month. It's been a fun month. <laughs> um, we like anime in general, so we like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about it. We're going to talk about uh, the new animes that have come out this yeah. month because April is. Anime season? Yeah. I guess. Um, we didn't realize this when we started Anime April. <laughs> we were just being cute with the words. Right. Uh, but most of the new animes come out in April. Yeah. And so we've been watching several of the new ones, keeping up, started at least one new one that while it didn't start new this month, the second season did. Mm-hmm. Picked up some ones that we had watched before, so so let's discuss discuss that. Yeah, I can't talk. I notice. So let's start off with this. Uh, I want to hear about your thoughts on ranking of kings. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> I haven't watched more than one episode. Um, I'm not caught up with mm -hmm. 
the current stuff, but it is just as adorable as as the first season was. We haven't hit the part where it's going to end up being gruesome. Mm-hmm. Because we said this, I think we said this on podcast. I think so. Um, that Ranking of Kings was the most wholesome <laughs> and adorable yes. show. But it was also super gruesome. Yeah. It was. It had that interesting <laughs> balance of, of dealing with everything. Of, of dealing with the whole... Um, being like I don't know how to say it. like you said wholesome but gruesome at the same time it was a strange mix and when we say gruesome it's not like it's uh overtly grotesque type of stuff no. but it's it it gets violent it gets bloody um and it's but it's dealing with war it's dealing with the kingdom being overthrown and there's some darker themes to it mm-hmm. um the episode that I watched there were not as many dark themes, but mm-hmm. it was also the first episode. Yeah. So it again, it but it kind of played with those played with the dark themes, but didn't get a lot into it. Yeah, definitely. So but we watched a lot of stuff. So King Rankings is one you watched and you enjoyed it. I watched a little bit of um Ace Attorney. Oh yeah. Which is strangely addictive (laughs) did you enjoy it i do i do enjoy it now watching it i've stopped watching because i'm up to the point where i am in the game that's the interesting thing about it is it follows the game but it's different yeah like they do some different stuff with it um they change up um the progression of things and the way that the facts are presented rather than the way it is in the game so theoretically you could do both but it's like you're going to have the answers to the mystery if you so it's better to play the game first exactly exactly so but i've been enjoying it and it's uh it's a lot of fun um just randomly yelling out objection (laughs) (laughs) so what else have you been watching this month let's see um hmm what have i been watching this month i finished tomochan is a girl right that was not one that started with anime april um now what is tomochan is a girl because that's uh, people are gonna be like what is that it's so cute. It is about this girl who is in high school and she's a tomboy. She's a classical, stereotypical tomboy, mm-hmm. but she's also very feminine, mm. um, just not classically feminine, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so she is in love with her best friend and he does not see her as a girl. He sees her as a buddy. And so it's all about her, A, her going, what do I have to do to make him see me as a potential (laughs) romantic interest? Right. But also her coming to grips with herself and her, her personality and the fact that, you know, it's okay that she's better than all of the guys at judo. Um, which they play with that a lot, and it's really funny. <laughs> they they she joins the girls judo team, mm-hmm. and they kick her out because oh. she's too violent for the rest of the girls. Because well, they don't have the same strength, so it's not fair to them. Right. And and to be fair, it's not fair to the guys either because she's stronger than them. <laughs> um, but it's super cute. It deals with you see that her mom is just like her. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad owns a a dojo mm-hmm. and t- trains 
people in his style of martial arts. Right. But mom is definitely the the strong one. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, after they determined that they wanted to date, and June, the guy, goes to her family to ask permission to date her. Mm-hmm. Um, he the thing was that uh, he had to beat her dad in a in a battle. Mm. And so he he does right. through a series of events, but <laughs> it's only like he makes the guy touch the ground. It's not like a, an outstanding battle. And so he starts to get up again to go after it. And mom comes <laughs> in and goes, what are you doing? And like just starts wailing on him. And she's like, he got you. Dad. And she's like literally like beating him up. And while we do not promote <laughs> spousal abuse of any sort in this case it was very cute i guess (laughs) like it wasn't she was not she was but it was not meant to be a she's angry at him she's beating him it was meant to be a a loving thing and so it was adorable that's so funny cool um another one i watched a little bit of um i'm looking through my list of of stuff on Crunchyroll. is i watched the uh street fighter animated movie oh was that good yeah, I enjoy it. it. It's one of those things where, um, for those of you who listen to our other podcast, The Bottom Shelf, we reviewed Street Fighter, and uh, I'm, it was it was a bottom shelf film. Uh, <laughs> there were some things I loved about it, but at the same time, but Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, was kind of like, in my opinion, it felt like Japan was like, why did you screw up our property? <laughs> and so they made a movie based off the game Street Fighter Two, specifically that game, and. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. There's actually a TV series, like an animated TV series of Street Fighter 2. Really? Uh, it's much more serialized and follows a kind of a, a, a pattern of how they do it. It's a lot more kid-friendly. This one's more for teenagers. And uh, I watched it years ago, and it was really pretty cool. And uh, I don't know. It gave me some nostalgia because I watched this anime uh, for the first time back in like 2002. A buddy of mine loaned me a VHS tape with a couple different animes on it, and I watched it on that. And uh, it it's a lot of fun. And especially, like, I'm not a huge Street Fighter person. I enjoy Street Fighter. Um, but I'm not a huge, huge person of it, most because I didn't have friends growing up <laughs> to play. But it is a nostalgia thing, because every time I would come to visit my family here in Louisiana, um, my cousins had Street Fighter too, so I get to play it there. And so it, it took me back a little bit. In, in, in several ways. So we've uh, been watching one that just started probably about two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. which would be this month mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about that statement. <laughs> it started later in the month than some, and it's called Mosh, Moshley? Michelle? Mosh. No, it's it's M-A-S-H-L-E. Right. Main character's name is Mosh. Yeah. Um, but it's Michelle, Magic, and Muscles. Yes. And that one's been fun. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying. It's kind of like Boji. It's kind of like Ranking of Kings. They're trying to play with some darker undertones and things going on in the world. Now, we need, we need to preface this because when you say darker undertones, people are thinking that it's flat out evil demonic stuff. Oh, no, and, no, 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 no. and there's creatures coming out eating people alive. I, I want to make sure we're clarifying. We, so you would have a, have a limit on things, and we don't do a lot of horror, dark stuff. No. Period. 
when well, you say darker stuff, you, what do you mean by that? So it, I think it depends. So with Boji, it's fantasy dark. Mm. So like it's in a fantasy world. There are creatures, but it's mostly the the playing of of kingdoms and mm-hmm. and trying to take over the kingship and making sure your son gets he is the next in line and and uh the the it's war basically basically yeah it's it's dealing with those type of things of war and 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 stuff there are people who are dying this isn't like you know yeah. for this isn't barney and friends yeah uh, which unfortunately is a stigma people have about cartoons period um it's what you're talking about is it, it's more for teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. And adults. So with uh, magic and muscles, it's there. I feel like they're almost trying to call out a class system. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit They're They're dealing with that. And it seems to be coming a prevalent mm-hmm. theme throughout the episodes. Yeah. My, when I describe this, this animated people, yeah. I tell them picture one punch man plus mob psycho, Plus Harry Potter, and that's basically it. And the the mm-hmm. context is the entirety of the world. Um, everyone, the norm is to have some sort of magical abilities, mm-hmm. and they consider it to be a gift from God to have these magical abilities. Uh, and there's a young man who was born without magic. Period. And, and the the dark side of this is that if you are born without magic, you have to be submitted to the ministry of magic and they will dispose of you. Right. Because their whole mindset is they're trying to breed out weakness. Yes. So, and uh, so he's been living in isolation. Well, somebody meets him and um, because of cream puffs, because of cream puffs. (laughs) So he basically has to uh, win an award from the, school administrator or the school of magic there even though he has no magic so he's having to fake everything and (laughs) one of my favorite ones was it was the last episode we watched where they're basically playing that what was that game that they played in uh harry potter the quidditch Quidditch. it literally is they're playing quidditch (laughs) they didn't call it quidditch but it's quidditch (laughs) so but he can't fly a broom so he jumps on the broom and he jumps in the air and he's kicking his legs (laughs) To stay afloat in the air. Like, that does, how does that even work with <laughs> physics? It doesn't, but somehow it does in this world. I have a theory that he actually does have magic. Mm-hmm. It's just not the type that they are used to seeing. Because mm. everybody has a mark on their face yeah. to indicate that they have magic. Mm-hmm. So my theory is, is that because he is so inordinately strong, inhumanly strong, right. that that is his magic. He just has to use his muscles rather than so the way everyone else does. He's kind of like Bruce Wayne. There's the whole conversation about Batman. You know, he's he's a human. He's he's not actually a hero, but a there's a big conversation about Bruce Wayne actually being a meta human mm-hmm. because the strength that he has is uncommon and the intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the ones that I started watching, I didn't say, I've been watching it on and off, uh, is, uh, and this is a, it, it is a remake of a classic anime. It's called Star Blazers Space Battleship Yamato. Mm. And I've been watching the remake version of it. Uh, and that basically it's, Earth is uh, being destroyed. It's a barren wasteland. These aliens keep attacking them. And Earth sends out um, a crew on the battleship Yamato to basically the other side of the galaxy to get a resource they need to 
defend the earth and rebuild it. And it's kind of a space epic. And uh, it's it's really, really good. And um, what I love about it is it has the undertones of the classic 70s mm-hmm. anime. But it's all modern, all modern dubbing or subbing. And uh, the animation is very clean. It's, it's, a, it's a really great anime. Yeah, I've walked in with you list, watching that one for a few times. And it seems interesting. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily my jam, but yeah. it's not one that I mind watching. <laughs> That's good. So what else have you been watching? Um, you and I have started Ancient Magus Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, and while the second season is coming out this month, started coming out this month, uh, we've started the season as a the series as a whole. So mm-hmm. that's been interesting. The dragons are adorable. <laughs> um, we're only like three episodes in. Right. We've been watching Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been watching The Witch from Mercury. Yes. <sighs> oh, the feels. If you want to know our thoughts on Witch from Mercury, check out our podcast, The Gundam Watch. Uh, I, I may have to come on to The Gundam Watch to talk about this last episode. John just got excited. He did. <laughs> I just need y'all to film when I don't need to go to bed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. All right, so that's what we've been talk watching for the last month. <laughs> a lot of anime. Yeah. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick little little break, and then when we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about why we've been enjoying these animes and where people can watch anime, uh, because that's that's a thing. People are like, well, where do you watch all these things? And are there free places they do it that are appropriate? And so we're gonna talk about that on the back end of this break. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy, or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Crikey, looky there! It's a rare tacophibian! You rarely see such a... Oh, did you see that? Cracking glitz card, you just chow down that taco. But what does it even mean? It means that when you're done listening to Calm Talk, check out the Retro Rewind podcast. Oh, okay. All right, and we are back. And, um, we uh, make sure you guys check out our friends from the Culture Box uh, Network because they're amazing individuals. Uh, but that being said, as I said, we we, we list off a bunch of animes that we've been watching. We've enjoyed it. Uh, but we want to talk about a uh, where you can watch anime that's appropriate. Because let's be honest, there's some there's some sketchy places to watch it. Uh, but why do we enjoy anime? So Celeste, why do you enjoy anime? I enjoy the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the art mm-hmm. most of the time. Uh, art that I dislike with a mess story is mm-hmm. a good way for me to go, mm, I'm not going to watch this anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful art with a terrible story is not something I'm going to watch. There was definitely a show that we were like, mm, this is crossing some lines for oh, us. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful art. Beautiful art. 
not great the yeah. way they were taking it. Um, but there's a a harmony to a good story and beautiful art that brings you into the the show. That and even though I don't like it, all of these animes are trying to kick me in the feels. <laughs> They are emotional, aren't they? <laughs> like, I don't which one was it? We were which from Mercury last week. Oh yeah. Or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Both and I I looked at Dallas because Dallas had been teasing me when I was watching Fruits Basket about it being an emotional anime. And I'm going, and he's like, Welcome to Gundam. And I'm like, You complain about my enemies no, 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 being no. emotional? I complain because you're like, Oh, it's so cute and so fun and fluffy. And then, like, it's like everyone's dying, everyone's crying, it's emotional all the time. You just walk in at the bad part. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I'm kind of like, I enjoy the storytelling also. And I was, I was trying to think about the storytelling. And, um, for those of you who don't know, we have a special Patreon exclusive podcast mm-hmm. that we put out, and um, it is uh, only for our patrons. We will release those episodes later, but the guys have challenged me to the rule of three to try to get me to enjoy westerns because I'm not a big western fan. And so, but we're talking about it, and John was trying to say, you know, a lot of westerns are remade samurai movies. And so they feel like if I enjoy it, like legitimately, like that, that was yeah. some of them. But I was thinking about like, what what is it about the Western stuff that I didn't like about the Jap- that I prefer samurai stuff instead? And I realized some of it is the way that they're coming at storytelling wise. Yeah. Americans were very power of the one person and growing on your own, pull up yourself up their own bootstraps and stuff like that. But storytelling in Japan well, you do have often the the strong man becoming better, becoming a better person. Um, it's always in the context of community. In Japan, mm-hmm. there is a mindset of we are one people. We are helping each other out because they are in they are affected by uh, earthquakes. Um, they're the number one earthquake capital of the world. All kinds of tsunamis and disasters. They are a people that have been have had war. Uh, throughout their, the history of their country in such a tiny place. and um, But there is this mindset of when disaster strikes, we have to operate as one. Mm. Uh, that's part of the reason why they're very uniform about things, very regiment about stuff. Some of that regiment is to, uh, I think according to our American mindset, and even some there, is to a detriment of certain things. But there is a mindset of we have to work together. Yeah. And that pours out into anime, into the different Japanese medium stuff, is this conversation of we operate as one. There may be a person who is strengthening themselves and they're and they're being better, but it is for the greater good of the community as, itself. And so um, that's one of the things I love because often the animes I, that I watch, there is the inspiration of we're doing this together. We're helping each other out. Uh, even uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, Deku. You know he he wants to be the world's greatest hero. Well, that sounds selfish on the front end, but until you realize that he's doing it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Again, his his idol, one for all. His in the last few episodes, he even his mantra becomes um, to he wants to win so that no one has to not smile. 
like he's very much he's not doing it for himself he's doing it for others right and again that's that's one of the things i like about a lot of the animes i watch now there are some animes that are very different than that oh, the yeah. ones that i find I, I enjoy that's the mindset of building community helping community and and that is a mindset that you and i we strive off of true everything we do is for other people in some fashion um we have a team of people who serve with geek devotions and um we don't have staff um we have volunteers yeah we have uh people who serve and that's intentional for various reasons uh that that vocabulary they're volunteers they're serving together because we serve also we serve them Mm -hmm. as best as we can but we try to have a relationship with these people and um we try not to it's not a we are here to tell you what it is we're serving also alongside them but it is like everyone who comes part of our team we're like hey what are you doing for yourself how are you growing for yourself Mm -hmm. you know we wanted branson he came on and and he started doing the bees views and reviews and he has a voice absolutely that needs to get out there are things that he has to let out and teach because god's given him some giftings but he didn't know how to do it he didn't have the resources so him coming along was for me to equip him so he Mm -hmm. can do his own thing he's got gospel gaslight which is taking a break right now while he refines the next like six episodes which are just gonna be phenomenal episodes of storytelling but that's all him that's not geek devotions nope john how are you we support it but it's yeah we want john to be successful in everything he does and now a lot of his stuff is is geek devotions related but you know we want him to be encouraged we want him to have life we speak into him and um he's doing some amazing stuff playing games with strangers is a, a phenomenal podcast that he does and then even outside of that in his personal life he's growing and he sees some stuff and and he's he's um this will sound like we're tooting our own horn but he has ascribed certain things that he does and says the way he sees things because of us and um and while we appreciate that it is because we want to see him grow in those directions well because with everything we do whether it is talking to the volunteer team, whether it is creating a podcast, whether it's creating a devotion, we want to see people grow Mm -hmm. in God. We want to see people be healthy, Mm. be to be the Christians that leave the legacy of they helped. Yeah. There are a lot of Christians in the church world who people ascribe not great things to yeah things come out later things come out at the time there's certain people who do not have an appropriate mindset of leadership and Mm -hmm. as a result they end up being a jerk and we don't want that for us we don't want that for you we don't want that for our team we want people to be healthy christians and to be good examples of what Christianity is Mm -hmm. and what God can do in other people. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And it's that health mindset. I think people lose track of. Yeah. And, and again, this is where maybe the culture of Japan struggles with where they're so focused on everything else that the individual gets lost. There is a balance to it all. There is. And so um, while we focus on our team, we want our team to be healthy. 
and we flat out tell people, look, look, we'd rather you be be healthy and not do anything for Geek Devotions than to do stuff for Geek Devotions. We want people just pumping out articles and podcasts and stuff like that. But at the same time, you and I have to take care of ourselves as individuals. Yeah, we do. If we're not healthy, we can't help other people. It's the, what was one of the the early devotions, put your seatbelt on first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's, again, and we, we kind of went into, it was a great conversation, but it that's the storytelling I, I love. Yeah. And that's part of, there's a lot of that in anime, a lot of it. I just enjoy complex storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want anything that is super surface level. I I love a good comedy, but if you can make me love the characters mm-hmm. outside of the fact that they're funny, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be more invested than I am in characters who are just for laughs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Celeste, real quick, where can people watch anime? Uh, what are your What are your so, recommendations? So we have Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. But before we had Crunchyroll, we found a lot of good anime on Hulu. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Hulu still does the thing where you can watch for free with ads. I think they've done away with that. Um, there is anime on Pluto. Mm-hmm. There's anime on Tubi. Yep, which Tubi is free. Tubi is free. So is Pluto. Mm-hmm. Um, Retro Crush is another platform that has anime. And uh, and some of it's dubbed, some of it's subtitled. Yeah. And Retro Crush, though, a lot of it is like older. I'm pulling up the app now just so I can look at it. A lot of it's like older anime that... Um, if you are an elder weeb, you'll know, um, uh, like there's stuff like, uh, Astro Boy, Blackjack. They had the anime version of Phoenix. The book series? Yes. Oh. Like, so they have all kinds of older stuff and some newer stuff also, but it's called Retro Crush is the name of the, the app that I'm using. It's a free free service. Tubi's free. I think uh, Crackle has some free ones. Maybe. So, um, oh, Pluto TV. I already said Pluto. All right, you did. Just kidding. <laughs> Pluto has some good ones. Um, so there's there's some good things out there. Netflix has some good stuff if you already pay for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Hulu. There's other services that have anime, but mm-hmm. if you're just looking for free, also. Uh, what was that? Is it Viz? Viz Media yeah. has most of their animes on YouTube. Yeah, so YouTube itself has a lot of anime. The question is, is it supposed to be there? Uh, Viz, their official YouTube channel, has whole series of like Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter, and but they're all they're all subtitled. Um, Gundam Official. If you're a fan of Molson Gundam, they have a lot of their library also for free. Mostly it's like the Build Divers, which is like uh, more geared towards uh, towards kids. And yeah. I think they're SD Gundam also. Uh, but those are on there also. So, well, that's that's our that's our podcast for today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, 
we want to say special thank you to our friends at Beneath the Tangles. Yeah, they helped out a lot. Yeah. Thank you for participating, for helping speaking to the community. I want to encourage you guys to check out the Tangle Cast, which is their their podcast that they have, uh, where they talk about anime, but there's always like they 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 theme their episodes. So mm. uh, this past episode they did was a great conversation about dealing with disappointment. Mm. And basically every every member does what we do. They they make a geek devotion yeah. <laughs> using anime. Um, and so, but it's a really great podcast. And then their website's just top notch. Uh, Charles and his team do a fantastic job of of talking about anime through a Christian worldview and speaking to that culture. And we really appreciate everything that they do uh, for the kingdom of God as a whole. So, um, Celeste, you got anything else? No, I think we're good. All right, land the plane, babe. Okay. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Or rate on Spotify. Yeah. So until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love.